My fellow Pofuinians, there is a warning on this episode. You see, tonight's fanfiction is centered around Ron and Hermione being newlyweds, and thus it is a very sweet fanfiction. Now, if you are not used to such levels of sweetness, it is important that you take precautions, and as Trisha has suggested in this podcast, either expose yourself to it in short bursts or eat some protein. You have been warned. For Thursday, February 14th, this is Valentine's Day, episode 161, so welcome to the place where the sugar never stops. Hey Ron, the next time you're... Previously on Potterfic Weekly. Where would you like to start, Sue? Well, let's start at the beginning. That would be awesome! My resolutions for this Potterfic Weekly season is not to snort. Welcome to Potterfic Whatever. Oh, Scott. Did we, did we lose Scott? Yeah. Okay, what did I miss? Am like I surrounded did. by Hufflepuffs? You yes, are. you are. Yes, you are. Apparently, <laughs> I'm Jen, and I don't know my alphabet. No, she's the poster child for our podcast. Shit. I snort. I think I need more meds. My meds have kicked in, I can tell. Sure. <laughs> I think that's two. That could possibly be three. Moving right along. I felt like a rock star. Just really big knickers. Pants are your underpants, not oh. trousers. Waterpick Weekly, defining strange terms for your edification. <laughs> but I was planning on getting ravaged anytime soon. Really, honestly. Saxon Snorkax, two of my favorite subjects. I love Snape. You are quite possibly clinically insane. In the nicest sense of the word, of course. <laughs> we'll always laugh before the end. Father, think we please. Where the story never ends. Mm-hmm. Hello. 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 What did the Hufflepuffs do? Particularly good find. I said hello, lovely Hufflepuffs. <laughs> well, yes. yes, you are, but that isn't where I found it. No, but oh. it made you find it, didn't it? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, sure. Take credit for stuff that isn't yours to take credit for, Sue. I don't have a problem with that. See, good thing. Good thing, good thing, good thing. Oh, man, I re- got... we're all snippy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is my dead night before show. Why are you hitting yourself with a rolling pin? I'm not. I'm rolling out my muscles with a rolling pin. Oh, okay. Because you keep getting Charlie horses. And why are you calling it George and not Fred? Um, Because it was the first thing that came to mind. Okay. Then I thought maybe I should call it Charlie, but I'm having Charlie horses. It doesn't sound like fun. No, Uh it doesn't. No, and I drank, someone said, oh, you should drink some tonic water. Oh, my God, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever drank <laughs> in my life. I was like, <laughs> Ark's like, Ark took a sip of it. He's like, we should never get that ever again, Mom. Aww. I'm like, next time I'm going to put a little gin in it. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's just us. I, I don't think P.S. is around. She's having internet problems. What do you think, Scarlett? You are the uh, acting headmistress at the moment. Oh, good gracious. I thought I told you to fix that. P.S. isn't here. P.S. has no internet. Oh, I am? Ah. It never got taken back. I don't Plague. Think, 
I don't think pox, pestilence, be, and plague. I could be wrong, but I believe that you are. Oh, when's the last time she got on? One moment, please. For clarification of, on what I'm talking about, because I show my school does uh, spring sing every year, mm-hmm. and each club it's the social clubs. We don't have the soror- sororities and fraternities. We have social clubs. It's mm-hmm. a thing. Whatever. Anyway, each of the clubs has a theme, mm-hmm. and the freshman class works as its own club. The overall theme is League of Legends. So there's things like Wonder Woman, Superman, Boy Scouts, uh, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz, Nancy Drew, Mario and Luigi, stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The presidents and the freshman class are Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Uh So you are Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. You guys are cute. That's for sure. I'll dress up as Peter Pans and Tinkerbells. Thank you very much. It just means that I've been practicing for... About a month and a half, I ha- I cannot hear these so- the songs that we sing, the normal versions, because we mm-hmm. sing parodies. Right, right. I cannot hear these n- the normal songs without wanting to sing the parody lyrics. I can't watch our video without doing the movements. And I'm one of the shortest people on stage, it looks like. Sounds like fun. Sounds like- okay, one of you is not plugged in. Huh? Huh? I think it's you, Scarlett. Me? I'm plugged in? What do you mean I'm not plugged in? Trisha? Why, why do you mean not plugged in? Well, I'm getting an echo and I'm I'm getting an echo when Trisha talks and I'm getting an echo when Scarlett talks. Echo, echo, echo. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. So one of All you right. fixed it. Um, I, I think it might have been me because I just touched my little um, thingamajiggers. <laughs> okay. As long as your thingamajiggers are still attached, we're good to go. One moment. Let me make sure my other earbud's not anywhere near the mic. That might help a little. Alrighty. Is that better? Yep, works. Thank you. Fantastic. Fantastical. So this is going to be a shorty. It was only like 23 minutes on my iPod, so it's not going to take us very long. And there's only three of us. And there's only three of us. And I'm going to be the snarky one out of the whole bunch. (laughs) And Trisha's already sent me a message and said, Are you trying to kill me with the sugar? Sugar, sugar. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. Oh, yeah. Honest to God, I, I was looking. I'm like, I need a freaking hamburger and some chicken. And, and something like that. I need some protein going on here because there's so much sugar. <laughs> and all I could say to that was, ah, puke. Puke. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, before we go, though, let me um, cue this up. Oh. Okay, so you gotta love Kelly. Kelly sent okay. me an email yesterday. It says, "Did you know there's a geocache? Particularly, no. Let me try that again. Did you know there's a geocache practically at the end of your driveway? This map is a little off, but I can see your house <laughs> from where the cache is located. I had a good laugh." So she and somebody at work were talking about geocaching and they actually found one within a two minute walk of, I mean, it's like right there. That's geocaching. It's where you put in the coordinates and then you go find the treasure. Your son would love it. Oh, okay. You have to buy a a GPS system. 
and then okay. you, you put in the coordinates and you um go to wherever it is and then usually they're they're boxes like they're army boxes and they okay. have real cheapo prizes in them and you trade one prize for another and you fill in the little book and you say i was here on such and such a date at such and such a time it's just a treasure hunt it's like go global and there's four on my road alone wow yeah it's crazy <laughs> so anyway but that's not where i was going i i wanted to read you this this is from uh pika who is the author of conspiracy i pulled it out um, it says, oh, crikey, you guys have made my whole damned weekend. This is awesome. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but 50 minutes in so far, so very good. Probably the biggest ego boost I've I've had in months. And y'all are picking up on things even I didn't notice, like the parallels between Remus and Neville, which are totally unintentional. I'm listening to it work, and it's definitely brightening my, brightening my night and reminding me why I really, really need to get back to writing this because I miss these guys. So... So yeah, this is awesome. Thank you for doing this. I'm glad to help out in any way I can. We're going to set up uh, an interview. What story is this? Conspiracy of Cartographers. Okay. Yeah, so we'll set up an interview in a little bit. I'm working on the second edit now. So, Scarlett, you got quiet. Well, yeah, I can't really contribute to talk about previous podcasts or drinking or drinking games. Seeing as I'm still only 19 and being a good girl. I'm very glad that you're not drinking Kool-Aid. No Kool-Aid. 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 <laughs> I've been listening right, to let's... y'all long enough. I know. I think at this point we don't need to call it Kool-Aid anymore. Oh, no one is. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm ready uh, to go whenever you guys are. All right, let's do this thing. Welcome. I like to go to bed early. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get you to bed in, in an hour. Woo. Ambitious there, aren't we? We're going to try yeah. it. We'll see what happens. It's 6.38 now. We'll find out. Welcome to Potterfic Weekly. I'm Sue. I'm Trisha. And I'm Scarlett. And tonight we are doing a one-shot called The Reptilian. Am I saying that right? Reptilian? It is Reptilian, right? Yeah. Reptilian Complex. The Reptilian Complex. That's what I thought. But then I looked at it and I went, maybe that's not what it really means. So. (coughs) Excuse me. I just choked. Oh, on all the sugar. I know. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's written by your Valenzi, uh, I think. And, sure. And it's found on fanfiction.net. And I have no idea how I found this, but it was in my list of things. So I stuck it in there. Uh, we need to give everybody a warning. Okay. If you're a diabetic... You would definitely go into sugar shock. Sugar. <laughs> Even if you're not a diabetic, you're going to go into sugar shock. Sugar. Oh, it's just sweet. It is sweet. Don't get me wrong. It is very sweet. <laughs> but oh my god. I had to stop the thing three times. Get up. Walk around because I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> Aww. And for another perspective, I was able to sit through the whole thing and I thought it was cute. So, different tastes. Look at that fluffy unicorn! He's so fluffy, I'm gonna die! Trisha thinks it's cute. She just thinks it's too cute. Oops, yeah, it's we're just... echoing again. Oh no. Okay, it's alright. Keep going. We'll figure it out. It's okay. 
So, so we have, well, it doesn't really say who we have. We have somebody sitting there on a couch in a cottage in Godric's Hollow that she, that this person happens to share with a husband. So we're assuming that it's female, although it doesn't have to be. We're not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And getting ready for the weekly family dinner at the in-laws' house. Of course, I can hardly call them in-laws. They're practically like real blood-related extended family now. Not just the type of family you send Christmas cards to. (laughs) And, you know, there's a ridiculous amount of brothers and one sister and a mess of sister-in-laws. So right there, you can figure out it's the Weasleys. Well, it says it's the the, the weekly dinner is at the borough. I said weekly weekly dinner at the borough start. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, the borough tells you right there, but you just don't know who who would it who it all right. is. So, I don't see yeah. the weekly dinner at the borough in the first line. It says I'm, I'm sitting on I our don't... single seater couch, staring into the flames of the warm fireplace. The clock reads six fifteen, and I still have a bit of time before the weekly dinner at the borough starts. Oh, because yeah. I had scrolled up and I didn't have the first line on my screen. Oh, that's why I'm all confused. It's okay. Somebody else take over. I don't know what I'm doing. One brother-in-law who happens to be my best mate. That gives gives it away right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's got to be Hermione. Well, hey, it could could be Lavender Brown. Ew! Or Luna. Ooh. (laughs) That would be be an interesting pair. Okay, I'm going to drag us off topic already. Off topic? Us? I am reading, I have 30 minutes left, a Harry Potter Star Trek crossover. Are you watching Star Trek? Oh, is this what? the one you linked? Yes. And it's way cool because I was thinking, I was a little squeaked out because it was Hermione and Spock. And I'm like, most illogical. But it's Hermione and young Spock. It's the it's the latest movie, you know, with Chris. Yes. And all of them. Okay. That movie. It's, yes. And so it's based on that. And it's really good. I'm enjoying it. So anyhow. Hmm. And Spock and her get together when Spock's like, they first meet in their minds or their dreams, however you want to say it. When she's like a toddler and he's like four. So there's only a four-year age difference. Okay, that's not bad. No. But anyhow. And coming back from outer space, back into (laughs) Godric's Hollow. And down to Earth. Crash. Boom. And Hermione never thought she would marry Ronald Weasley. Much less A bunch of of redheaded kids run around. You know what, people? Red hair is not a dominant. No, no. Now you're echoing. I know. know. We're all echoing. I can hear myself echoing. Echo, echo, echo. Is it me? No, mine's plugged in like it's supposed to. How about now? Talk, 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 Pick a little talk, a little pick a little dog, a little cheek, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more, pick a little talk, a little pick a little dog, cheek, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Am I echoing or do I need to actually sing something? No, it seems to have stopped again. I adjusted my things. I need new headphones. Okay. We'll get that out of the budget. Okay. Thank you. It's still echoing. Is it? It seems to only echo right at the very end, though, so it should be fairly easy to cut out. Okay. We'll try. 
So anyhow, Trisha, talk about the red-haired kids and the red-haired gene. Well, it's, it's a, um, a, not a negative, it's a digressive recessive gene. It's yeah, a recessive gene. Yeah, it's a recessive gene. So you, I think there's a study showing that there's going to be less redheads in the world anyhow. Mm-hmm. I've seen that study. And this is, this is just particularly interesting to me because I'm actually partly redhead. I've got the whole blonde and red thing going on with my hair. Mm-hmm. So it's battle of the recessive gene, I guess. And it's, no, really it is. My hair started off like white blonde. Right. And now it's like, and now it's a strange strawberry blonde mix. So I, continuing to be off topic, I've always thought the Vic, Victoire Weasley would have, would have the strawberry blondish hair. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. We have, you know, discussed in certain fics, I think like Anne's or whatever, that, you know, the Weasleys are the only people in the magical kingdom that have red hair. So oh, yes. it's just that only the Weasleys can have red hair. And so it all is concentrated in that area. Or at least ma- or at least magical blood. Yes, because I can't talk. Fantastic. This far <laughs> in and I can't talk. What was that you said about not drinking? Maybe. Sue, I am 19. Thank you very much. I haven't even been having sh- Oh, wait, no, I did have a cookie or two. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, good. You're going to be in... Oh, God, no, I can't even talk. And I'm not <laughs> drinking. I'm just, I'm just really pilling, pitting myself. I love that you're sitting there rolling your legs with a rolling pin while you. <laughs> if you could take, a, if I could take a picture of it, I would. <laughs> yeah. What I was trying to say, mm-hmm. and where my brain was trying to go, was that maybe we can go back to this whole. It's magic. There's a magical red hair gene in the that gets passed down through the Weasleys and through the Pruitts, and red hair becomes magically dominant. Okay. okay. Can I? Can I? Throw a stone in there? Sure, I don't care. I'm coming up with this off the top of my head. Okay, uh, because, I mean, we know that Sirius has red hair, but Elvis does not. Mm. Potter, I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. just threw a wrench there. Yeah, well, um, I'll see how you are. Recessive gene. <laughs> Way back in the Weasley family. Way back. Way back yeah. in the centuries of time. All right, all right. Let's yeah. get back. Let's get back so, to Sugar Fest. You are my candy girl, and you got me wanting you. Hermione's thinking about the guy that she used to dream of. You know, the one that weared, uh, weared. It's good Look at catching. It is. It's very bad. Want me to take over? The husband she dreamed about when she was younger, before Hogwarts, the one who wore iron slacks, always had glasses perched on the bridge of his nose, the husband who would wear sweater vests and discuss literature and have intellectual conversations. Merlin, what was I thinking? It's Percy. (laughs) It is Percy. Percy. She's with the wrong Weasley. I actually have a mental image of the kind of guy she's talking about. Have either of you seen the Disney movie Atlantis? No. No. I will get you a picture in a moment. The main character in it, Milo Thatch, has these glasses. He doesn't wear a sweater vest, but he looks like the kind who would. And he just has this academic air, and it just sounds... He looks like the kind of person Hermione's describing. That's all the guys at my office. 
all, at least all the higher ups, they all wear sweater vests and iron. I was gonna say ironclad slacks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds uncomfortable. Very. Yeah. Oh my god, this is gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have an hour, Trisha. An hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but but what did she get anyhow? Someone that wears t-shirts that are so old that his, okay, this is kind of gross to me. Mm-hmm. His his scent is sunken into these shirts like you wash it so many times you still can't get the smell out of it. I really hope it's a clean smell and not like <laughs> I've been working in the yard kind of or thing. Playing or playing Quidditch. Playing Quidditch yeah. smell. Yeah, or I've been hunting Death Eaters and stuff like that all around. And, and I got tossing like garden sweat. domes. Yeah. Well, and you know that he wears the Quidditch shirts when he plays Quidditch, so it's probably got the Quidditch smell. Mm-hmm. And the only literature he discusses is flying with the cannons, because, you know, that's about all he can handle. So, here we go. We have Milo's picture here. Let's check him out. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, hey, Kelly's online. I wonder if she's actually here. Wonder if she's read the fic. Yeah, she's good at skimming and reading at the same time. So, um, well, and we know that Ron's never in iron slacks. In fact, he doesn't even use the word slacks, and he doesn't need glasses either. Oh man, she's really just she's just missed her her perfect man all the way. We, I think we do need to drag Percy back in here and and let her have another shot with him. Oh yeah. Oh, ow. <laughs> <gasps> But that's exactly why she loves him because he's nothing like she pictured. Yeah. Oh, how cute! <laughs> you guys are terrible. Me? Terrible? <laughs> Perish the thought! How dare you say such things? I'm hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm kind of glad he kind of grew up with. The, he grew up a little bit. He's not the whole doing the whole lavender brown thing. Of, that keeps snogging her every chance that he gets. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Hermione would thump him with a book. Well, she probably does. Oh, but yes. He, he brushes the stray curls off of her face. Uh-huh. And he's got a childhood innocent that makes him naive. Aww. Isn't that he has an emotional, spa- uh, emotional te- something of a teaspoon? Yeah. Yeah. Emotional range of a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's range is the word I couldn't range. Range. But, you know, he's amusing, and I can see that. He would be always amusing, and he eats like a hippogriff, which I hope he makes good money because I don't know how they keep him in food. But That's why Molly had a garden. That's true. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. yeah. And he can read her like an open book. It's the only book he reads. It's just her. No, I better it's better her than someone else. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So, and the best thing about Ron is all the things that come with him—the family that she grew closer to because she loves him. Okay, and that kind of made me feel that that made me feel good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember in third big- year when Ron wasn't speaking to me because of the whole Crookshanks thing, and I became friends with Jenny. Her and I weren't alike either. Is that proper? Her and I? She and I. Uh, we, I don't know. Okay. I'm like, we'll I, would, I don't know. I would just say we, but that's me. Yeah, we weren't alike either. Because, you know, she's a Quidditch expert. I can't mount a broom. <laughs> but she's good to talk to. 
And she calls her brother a stupid prat, which made me happy. Yes. That was, that was cute. Well, and Jenny was. told... Go ahead. Well, he was a stupid prat. Yep. Oh, he was a boy. Boys are stupid. I live in a building where there are boys. They are stupid. Guess what? When they become 40 and 50 and 60, they're still stupid. Sorry, Aww. Scott. <laughs> There's just a preponderance of idiotic teenage boys who live on the east side of my building. Okay. Oh, they're even worse. We're going to hope that they never listen to this podcast. I don't care. I, I will tell them this. I am perfectly content in telling them this. Okay. There we and they're okay. not going to ever find I me. I say what I was going to say then. Which was? What? It was pretty much, what, what's happening with them is because they're horny and they're stupid. They're thinking, of the wrong, they're thinking with the wrong head. Woohoo, dad! Ooh, well, that does oh, sound like been. teenage and uh, college age boys, so. Yeah. Probably. Eh, oh well. They boys get are o- stupid. Oh, some of them get, get over it. And some. Not all, but some. Yeah. Ron got over a lot of it. He did. And now they're married and she's Mrs. Weasley. God, I oh. can't get enough of saying that. Oh, God, so disgusting. Sugar pie, honey, but you know that I love you. <laughs> She's got a small, modest, modest diamond that winks at her, and it just makes her heart flutter. Oh. oh. Diamonds are forever. They are all I need to please me. <laughs> Trisha's the only one of us that's been married. She's the only one that can speak from experience. Yeah, I don't even think I was this bad. That was time. <laughs> oh, can we back up for a moment? Sure. Um, paragraph above, um, that Hermione doesn't give Ginny enough credit. I'm sure that she and Harry got pretty annoyed with Ron and me. I mean, the two of us talked about each other for seven years, and while everyone knew that we fancied each other, we didn't. And when we finally did realize, we doubted that the other liked each other. And Ginny and Harry were forced to listening to... Forced to listen to our whining and moaning and complaining, and they still stuck around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Couldn't you just imagine? I mean, couldn't you just imagine when Jenny was sleep? When Jenny came, I'm sorry. When Hermione came over and slept in Jenny's room, and she's like, she's like, oh my god. I'm surprised she did, didn't do the whole moonstruck thing and go, strip out of it. <laughs> she may have. We just don't know. Did you click yourself on mute, Trisha? No. Okay. You almost Did had that, your- it almost had that, you know, fuzzy sound sound that you get when you click on mute. I thought maybe you hit the button accidentally. She sounded a yeah, little fuzzy there. Yeah. She gets, she's, when she gets excited, she, she breathes even more into the microphone and makes it, makes oh, it fuzzy. Sorry. Are you breathing in the microphone again? Did we authorize right. this? I, we didn't authorize breathing on the podcast at all, but uh, <gasps> see, I have no control. None. Control? You thought you had that? No. With me around? No. I should have known better. Yep. So, but I, I love this, and, and I know that this is sweet, too, but take Molly and Arthur. They've had a lot of hardships, but this day, to this day, after practically 30 years, Arthur still looks at Molly in a way that makes her face soften. I've seen it too. That just makes me cute. Anything Molly and Arthur is just is just fantastic. Even Arthur and Molly snogging. Yes. Oh, I loved it. It was just. It was. It was. It. This is what made the whole story. 
I mean, I, I kind of would go back and just read, read this. And I could just see Ron going, Oh, come on! Oh! <laughs> it was awesome! <laughs> I know. It's great. You know, you could just see him. He's like, he's just like nibbling on her lips and whispering Molly Wobbles to her. And then she just gets all wobbly. Molly Wobbles. <laughs> I'll be the token teenager in the room. <laughs> and then Molly, and then as Ron is swearing and being appalled and all, Molly, on the other hand, just threw her hair, threw her hair, threw her hands up in the air in exasperation. Oh, for heaven's sakes, Ron, your father and I did have seven kids. Yeah, really. <laughs> like I said, my parents only did it twice. <laughs> Well, at least, well, then they must have done it at least seven times. So, you know. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) Going into dangerous territory here. (laughs) We're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't think boats are a safe topic around us. Oh, all right. (sighs) So they they bought a little cottage and in Godric's Hollow, and they flew over to tell Ron's parents. They were just so giddy and cute because they were engaged and they had a cottage. Ooh. And Hermione loves practically everything about Ron. To be a part of him and to share a life with him just makes it so surreal. Mm-hmm. You say that way too happily. <laughs> 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 I'm glad to bring a little cheer to your day. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you're far away because that probably would choke you. <laughs> Don't you like being all happy? No. <laughs> I'm a miserable person. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, miserable. Right. Misery. Gloom. Despair. Oh, oh, there she goes. There she goes. I'm so sorry, Sue. I can mute her. I could turn her off. I think we might have to. With her cute little no, 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 any hat on there. Yeah. Okay. So so Hermione realized. Can we turn it down a little? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Hermione realizes that she she can get a little too sappy, Mm -hmm. and then Ron comes home. Ron's a little paranoid. Yeah, almost as paranoid as. There he is. About rogue death readers. You know what? Tell the truth. I'm surprised Hermione's not. This Hermione is not as paranoid. I mean, this is a little fluffy Hermione going on right here, but still, she's practical. I would say she would be paranoid too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, uh, Ron's been hanging out with Tom, uh, Tim the Toolman because he comes in and grunts. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's how Tim. Communicates yeah. with with grunts. I I do too. Do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I you? grunt all the time. That's when you know I'm happy. I grunt. Okay. And snort. And snort. Yep. All right. Well, all as right. long as we've got our grunting and snorting, we're good to go. Guess what, Scarlet? Hi, Scarlet. What? Sorry about this. It snowed. Oh, no, not night. a problem. I know. I woke up to an inch of snow. Ooh, shiny. It was fun. It snowed I all can... day today. It didn't stick, but it snowed. The kids were like bouncing off walls. Trisha? Yes? When you clicked on change date and time, what does the window look like? Um, it has a calendar and it has a little clock. 
and it says change, and then the, down below it says change calendar settings, and it says okay and cancel. I was just going to go through the calendar until I got 2012. Well, the easy way to do it, okay, the easy way to do it is to click on the, where it says whatever date, you know, month, comma, year. Mm -hmm. Click on that, and it'll go back to... It'll give you, it'll go back to the year and it'll say January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Mm -hmm. And then click on, the, click on the year again and then you oh. can pick a year. Okay, I got it. Yay! Okay. That's cool. Sorry, I'm looking at it also just because. Because <laughs> so, I've got a Windows 7. Okay, so so then click OK or save or whatever so that it's the same, so your date is right. Yes, it's right. Okay. Now try your email. You should not have the problem with the certificate now. So awesome. <laughs> Sue? Yes. But I can't be too jealous regarding snow. No, because you had snow the other day. Yes, because we had snow and I got to be in a snowball fight and there were snowmen and it was fun. Oh, good. And there are pictures and my friend made a snow angel. Very cool. <laughs> Okay, so Trisha's all better now. Yep, I'm all Trish, better. Trisha, one of the things that tipped me off was the, certif the certificate because we would have people that would call and go, my antivirus says my virus definitions are out of date and I can't figure out what it is. And I'm like, have you checked the time and the date on the computer? And, there'd be, and they'd look and it would be, you know, like 2015. I said, that's why your, your virus definitions are out of date because they're dated 2008 and not 2015. So as soon as they would set their time back to the right time, all of a sudden everything was fine. Oh, that's cool. So, but that took a lot of trial and error and trying to, you know, head scratching and everything. So yeah, that's kind of one of those little things of, if it's not working, check the date. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, uh, when I got onto iTunes and it, t it told me to check the date, and I'm like, it told me to check the time. So I'm, I'm checking the time. I never even looked at the freaking date. Yeah. I'm saying it's 1998. Yeah. When they say check the time, they mean the whole thing, the, chi the time yeah. and the date. So you're, you're a little poppy. Yeah. Your microphone's a little close to your mouth. It keeps bouncing back down. We keep fixing it and it bounces back okay. down. I need a new headphones. I know. New headset? We, I think we need to get headsets for everybody. Scott needs new ones. Trisha needs new ones. I just Didn't Scott just get a headset? No, he's still working. He's got two. He, he stepped on it and, and it <laughs> broke Did he off break in the his, computer. He broke his new one? Yeah, oh, it broke off no. in the computer. Oh. Now it's like dangling. Part of the, the piece is like dangling. So he's back to two headsets. One to hear and one to talk. I have a Plantronics behind the head headset that I got from somewhere that I really like. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to see which one it is and see how much they are. Yeah. So, so did your um did your mom find the did she was she able to go out and find it? No, cuz it's it's been raining and snowing ever since and you know, she tore the other meniscus so she's not walking. Oh. Yeah. And Calvin and them were here, but it, it was raining too hard for them to do it last night, and he hasn't come back, and, you know, she won't do it without him. So. For information about what we're talking about. Oh, I already told him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is a, uh, I, I, it looks like it, this kind of looks like what I have. No, maybe that's not it. I'll look for, I'll look some more. This one says Plantronics Audio 646 DSP, headset behind the neck. 
it is a it does have you know headphones on both sides it's not a mono and it says $19 online but you can get them from Amazon is showing with shipping of oh this is plus tax plus shipping um Buy.com has them for $25.99. Amazon.com has them for $24.65. So if you could buy some, buy, find something else for, you know, 50 cents, it would be free shipping. Um, Sears has them. Barnes and Nobles carries them online. New Egg carries them online. Um, I think I got these. Somebody had them at work and, and I got a pair, but, um, they're great. Uh, it's the 644. 646. It's not USB. It does have a dual plug where you plug one end into the headphones and one end into the microphone. Yeah, that's what mine um, is. But they're comfortable. I I had to get used to wearing them behind the head, but I, I don't have any problem with them anymore. So, And they have a boom mic, so you can move it up and down. Mm-hmm. So, just for your information. I don't... Okay. I like the USB ones, but they're very, very very finicky because mm-hmm. I have one up I have a set upstairs that I have that's USB and it screws around with the sound card on the computer because the computer comes with a sound card mm-hmm. well the USB software creates its own sound card so it so they argue with each other a lot mm-hmm. it's terrible <laughs> when your computer's arguing with itself yeah, just the insides of it are arguing with itself <laughs> it's very, very bad so, so Kelly okay. we're about oh an inch, inch and a half down. Ron has just come home. You're only an inch and a half into the, you're on like the, what, fourth paragraph? Well, no, we're further than that. I'm looking at the slide bar. Oh, oh, okay. So, um. <laughs> like, what? Sorry. Um, Molly and Arthur were, have been married for practically 30 years and, um, they just found their cottage and now Ron has just walked in, grunted slightly as he heaves off his traveling cloak, and we've decided that he's been hanging out with Tim the Toolman because he grunts. Um, or at least I have. I thought I'd get a good laugh out of it, but nobody laughed at me, so I don't know. I thought yeah. I was agreeing with you. Sorry, yeah. I'm in the middle of still rolling out my leg. Yeah, Trish is rolling her legs with a rolling pin because she has Charlie horses. And, oh. uh, Do you know what's good for Charlie horses to prevent Charlie horses? Hmm. Don't tell her seltzer water. She doesn't like that idea. Potassium. Oh, I've been eating bananas like no one's business. Yeah, but see, the <laughs> amount of potassium that's in a banana is not the amount that you need. You need more than that. A supplement I'm, would be good. I'm very sorry, Trisha. Or Scarlett, I should not be laughing at you, but you're just funny. I'm yeah. so glad that I amuse you. What are you laughing at? She doesn't know who the Tim the Toolman <laughs> Oh my oh. god! How can you not know Tim the Toolman? You're not um, that Trisha, young, Trisha. There was a there was a a sitcom called Home Improvement. No, not Trisha. It's Scarlet. Not uh, Scar- Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. A home improve Home Improvement, and the guy who was who was the voice of Buzz Lightyear was the lead. Does everybody know what time it is? Yeah, he also plays the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's in all the Santa Claus movies. But that's Tim Allen. Yeah, and, and, and uh-huh. he, he's a comedian and he used to do uh-huh. his, his comedy shows when he did his comedy shows. He always talked about how men just grunt. That's, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's uh, grunt everything. They, they talk. Yeah. Uh, they don't uh, talk. They uh, just uh, yeah. 
grunt mm. a lot. <laughs> They're and men. Then, uh, and then he had uh, this. Uh, so it was part on. of it was part of his shtick. Yes. That it was. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, that too. You are Shut so up. young, so young. Yeah, I'm well, she so glad who, to make you feel so old. She Thank doesn't you. know who Hogan's Heroes is either. Well, I can see Hogan's Heroes. That's when I was a I kid. Stand. Well, and I also have to tell you, I we've had a discussion at work today about how old everybody was because, um, you know, yes, we're going to hear this podcast in a year and a half, but uh, Davy Jones died yeah. today, and for those people who are so young that they don't remember anything about the Beatles and the monkeys, he was one of the monkeys. Here we come, walk down the street, we get the funniest folks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we're monkeying around, but we're too busy singing to put anybody down. Monkey, right? And uh, but we had all kinds of discussions at work today about uh, I was going to marry Davy Jones when I was a kid, you know. And it was all people who were over the age of forty who were having these conversations. Of course. <laughs> and everybody who's under the age of forty is going, "Who? Why? <laughs> yeah. Who's that?" Oh, oh yeah. man, I grew up with them. I watched them all the time. Well, and, and it was funny because I'm listening to the radio um, intermittent times during the day. When I'm not on a call, if I'm working on something, I'm, I usually have the radio stuck in my one ear. And I probably heard three or four, at least three or four monkey songs this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, Daydream Believer and uh, um, uh, what's uh, the, the theme song. Was they played that, and it was just like you know, oh, it's the monkeys. Oh, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So he was yep. way too young. Yep. yep, way too young. Sorry, Scarlett. Okay, Fick. There was a Fick. We told Trisha she could go to bed at uh, in an hour, and so we've only got thirty minutes left. So we have to finish. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So right, Ron has come in. And grunted. Mm-hmm. Uh. And, yeah, thrown his stuff carelessly on the hooks. Gra- he took off his shoes without untying them or, or uh, using his hands, which, of course, you know, everybody I know does. I was going to say, I, I do that. <laughs> I do it, too. I yell at my son for doing it, but I, I'm, I, do, I do it, too. Bad for your shoes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's why with my running shoes, I... I, I take particularly care not to do it but my other run my shoes that i run with now have velcro on it because they're they have um i as people call them toe shoes mm-hmm. yeah i'm just i'm one of those freaky people now you're a freaky person all right but we love I you know. anyway yeah so she meets him halfway looks into his deep oceanic eyes i'm sorry <sighs> the oceanic to me just brings back lost it's the That's a bad word association for me. No, it's it's kind of like the um, I I don't know how many of you all read Clive Cussler, mm. but Clive Cussler has this description of Dirk Pitt mm-hmm. and his Sarah Lynn eyes. It's like really, 
What the hell is Farallon? Blue. <laughs> yeah, very blue. Uh, yeah, I probably how to look that up a good. Oh, it's really? it's a very vivid color, and uh, but it's it's funny because it's in every single book. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that is a description of him, and, and they're not Sarahlin. There, I think he's got. I is he emerald? Maybe he's emerald. I don't know, but it's he's got very striking color, mm-hmm. and um, but uh, it it's always the same. You know, weird. The, it's the word that everybody goes. What the hell is that color? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's that sea green, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love her description of this because it's a soft and sweet and gentle, but at the same time, it's evident that a type of burning passion is lingering in the background as his lips caress mine. I can feel him grin against my mouth as his hands tangle themselves in my already messy hair. I clutch his body possessively towards <sighs> me. And you know, he's grabbed his, she's grabbed his butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where her hands went. They're newlyweds. They are. And after a minute, she drags him over to the couch where he slings his arm around her and pulls her close. And he smells like parchment. Can you just think of a better turn on for Hermione? Yeah, <laughs> really. He smells like paper. O- only if he brushed his teeth first with mint toothpaste. With mint toothpaste. <laughs> right, isn't he supposed to smell like the freshly mowed grass, too? Yeah, it, it had just come in from mowing the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing his already scented um, cannon shirt that right. smells like him no matter what. How much you, I'm sorry, you banish his smell. <laughs> I'm editing. I'm editing Conspiracy of Cartographers, and what we've decided there is that in order for the elves to clean your clothes, they have to pee on them. So you know, maybe that'll get the <laughs> that'll get the scent out. No, that only gets the really bad stains out. Yeah, I know. It's just for the bad stains. Right. Yeah. I just don't want to know what the bad stains are. Uh, uh, well, uh, potions. <laughs> I think we broke Scarlet. Ketchup. <laughs> You haven't, you haven't broken me yet. And no, that's not a challenge, Sue. I know you can. <laughs> don't worry, I wasn't planning on to. I've, I've broken a lot of people, so I don't. I don't try to. I try not to break a lot. Yeah, we, we broke death not too long ago, so I'm good. Trevor. If you broke death, does that mean everyone <laughs> is going to live forever? It, it might. <laughs> yeah. So um, it wasn't. It wasn't Doctor Who. Yeah, it was one of the Doctor Who incarnation yeah, not really doctor who who's the other one jack what's that show Cap- with jack captain jack torchwood torchwood is that the one where they nobody dies miracle um miracle day torchwood season four no i actually don't watch it i just know this stuff i'm frightened be very and, frightened and why do they call it torchwood um, it's an anagram of Doctor Who. It yeah. was seated in at the end of season one and it was a thing during season two Right. <laughs> I, because I they can't. I don't watch either show, and I knew that. <laughs> How about that one? <laughs> okay. I was Welcome lost. to the Isle of Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you two together, I mean, the rest of us wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, she asked how work was. And how was work, honey? Would you like a martini? <laughs> It was absolutely hell because he had to do bloody paperwork. Yeah. 
and she swears at him for saying bloody, of course. But she, but he's a, he's a plea bore. Of course, he's going to be bogged down with paperwork. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Yeah, and he's got false alarms. Some gits tipping him off about muggle baiting, and nobody's actually there, and they still have to do all the paperwork, whether there's somebody there or not. So he's you know got all the work with none of the fun of actually taking somebody down. So he's very very upset. And he, he's uh, swearing again. He's, he says tossers. And she yes. says, don't say that word. And he says, what word? Oxford? Honestly, Hermione, what's so bad about Oxford? It's like he's saying <laughs> the word book. Mm-hmm. You do have a pair of those prissy shoes with the same name, now don't you? And she's like, they're not prissy shoes. And I'm thinking to myself, Oxfords are not prissy shoes. Is what I'm thinking of is right. Aren't they sturdy clunky shoes yeah Yeah. they're your they're your classic brown shoe leather yeah that's what i thought too they're not are they loafers i thought they were loafers i thought they were lace-ups looking it up okay look look it up scarlet tell us now i has the google and and then so that's not it so it must have been wands Uh uh-oh now we're getting into that dirty area we're going to talk about (gasps) wands all right. No, these aren't prissy. No, I didn't think right. so. Well, Ron might think they're prissy. <laughs> oh, Ron has big clunking feet. So anything that would be smaller than his would look look prissy. That's true. That's very true. You got clod hoppers, man. <laughs> He's a big guy. He's supposed to have clod hoppers. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's true. He'd be good. He'd be a good firefighter. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know. <laughs> Hi, Lily. <laughs> I was wondering. I thought it was Scarlet there for a second. Like, oh, Hush. Don't bark at me. Mom. We've been out. We've had food. We've had water. We've had cheese. Shush. Cheese. <laughs> oh, my. I'm not allowed to have cheese anymore. Oh, ah, help. You and my cheese. sympathy. I know. I'm so sad. I love cheese. Can you do almond cheese? What's almond cheese? It's cheese made with almonds instead of milk. Yes, and no dairy products whatsoever for me. Yeah, you should look into you should look into almond cheese. I will look into almond cheese. It's now. not now, bad. I've had I, it. I'm excited now. Okay, I'm glad to get you all excited. Kind of like Ron is over the word tosser. Tosser. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good reference. Yes. So. Yes. She says yes. That word, it happens to be very crude. And he says, well, then it perfectly describes those arses. She's just like, (laughs) and he's laughing at at her. And she's trying to be indifferent and it doesn't work. Like she hasn't said these things in the past? Oh, yeah. And of course, then they start giggling at each other and they're laughing and giggling and, you know. Oh, brother. Playing on the couch, (laughs) I'm sure. I'm not the only one. And uh, he's, uh, she he's thinks uh, she's falling in love again. Oh, oh how sweet. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> I was being semi-sarcastic there. Can't you hear it? Mm. I did. I was, you know what? I really appreciated the sarcasm. I did. Uh, You're welcome. She wants I'm to glad to help. Yeah. His, his stomach is growling. Because he's always to, hungry. Even after dinner, is, he's hungry. What else is new? Yeah. yeah. So she says, are you hungry? And he says, do we even have to ask? 
she goes to the kitchen to get the plate that she's charmed for him with uh, French bread on a saucer. And he, you know, gobbles it down quickly and noisily just so he can, you know, mmm, you're good. Okay. You're a good cook, Hermione. How, how'd you get to be such a good cook, Hermione? Huh? Huh? He reminds me. I can just imagine him eating like how my son eats. And I just, it drives me crazy. I look at him. I'm like, shut your mouth when you eat. <laughs> and don't shovel more in when there's still food in there. Oh. Uh -huh. I have a friend who was hungry a lot when he was younger. And he eats like that. And he'll like have food in both hands, you know. And, and, and like lean over the food you know the body language is like this is mine stay away from it <laughs> so i can totally get it so he's trying to uh talk her into coming to work with him and working on his doing his paperwork yeah because she got all her stuff done she is like two weeks ahead of schedule no of course she is yeah and because she has this done and this done and this done and he's just all it's like wow yeah she says, you know, that's your responsibility. And he says, okay, I'll just copy off Harry. <laughs> she's gonna, you just hear she's going to smack him upside the head. She's going to give him a, a Gibbs slap. Right up the back side of the head. And, uh, you know, he, he's kidding. Or am I? And uh, he finishes his food and starts to uh, snog on her. And after That makes while, her sound like a snack. Sorry. Well, I think she is kind of a snack at this point. Yeah, pretty Yeah, much. he's still hungry. Yeah. He's like, nom, 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 you taste good. Nom, 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 nom. And she happens to look up at the clock and she's like, oh, we got to go soon. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not hungry. Grumble, 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 rah, you know. <laughs> I beg to differ. Yeah. You beg to differ with everything I say, he snorts. And, uh. Then they get ready to get into one of their world-famous arguments because, you know, that's just foreplay for them. And that's very exciting. And But she doesn't want to be late for hmm. this dinner. So she's she's trying to get him to get up so that they can go. She wants him to go get changed. And he's being stubborn. He's not going to get up because he doesn't want to. And I love that she sneaks the wand out of his front pocket. Some or he is. Yeah, really. She's pickpocketed him and told him she's going to levy corpus on him. And, uh, yeah. He starts going for his wand and <laughs> she's got it. And he's like, oh, man. So he goes in and changes his clothes. And, you know, he's not getting into iron slacks. So it won't take him very long or to change his clothes. Not shirt or anything. Yeah. And I thought it was very interesting, though, that she already had the flu going before he even walked out of the room. And she grabbed some flu powder and dropped it into the flames while she was waiting for him instead of waiting for him to actually get there. So I guess it, I always thought of it as, you know, you did it and you went right away because otherwise it would die back out. But maybe once you put it in there, it stays until you use it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think that would kind of be leaving it open. Maybe someone can get in. That's true. Hmm. Or, you, know, you know how they say, like, they were going through the flu, that when they go through the flu sometimes, they can see, Harry saw, like, snippets of other people's places and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Maybe since it's open, they can see snippets of people. They might see Hermione there. That's true. Either that or she just did it to get his, to 
to light a fire yeah, under his butt to get changed. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, he comes out of the bedroom and says, are you ready? And she's like, yeah, let's go. And off they go to the burrow. It's and like she, they're all excited, and she and it says as, as we begin to greet everyone wholeheartedly and participate in the gracious, oh whatever mirth, I cannot help but think it's think that being Mrs. Ron Weasley definitely has its perks. And I'm thinking this is right after they got back from their honeymoon and it's their first week back at work and everything like that. It's kind of like she gets to be called Mrs. Ron Weasley by the family too mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like in other words, in other words, nobody wants to be around them because they're so sappy sweet that you would immediately keel over into a diabetic coma. Yeah. You would treat her on the that. same length. <laughs> she said that earlier. It's like, wait a minute, hold on, I need I need to go I need an insulin shot. Hold on a second. Yeah. Trisha said she needed a cheeseburger to oh, get some protein in her. So, yeah, it was sweet, but I don't know. I just liked it. And then the author's note at the very end says that, by the way, the title reptilian complex refers to the part of the brain that handles basic emotions. In this case, that particular emotion is love. Just a nerdy little tidbit for you. So I like that. Oh, believe me, she covered love on the sucker. (laughs) (laughs) She did, but I liked it. So I stuck it in. Just to bother it was, you. It was cute. It was, like I said, I've just I had to step away from it a couple of times, find a salty snack like a pretzel or something. <laughs> hey, I went to to the Oscar party on last Sunday, and uh, she had. Where's she going? Oh, I just dressed up in my black dress thingy. Oh. Um, there's a funky picture of me in on Facebook with uh, all dolled up with the really gaudy makeup and. And then they framed me in a tulip picture. It's kind of cool. <laughs> that is cool. But anyhow, one of the movie snacks that she had was M&M, pe- M&M pretzels. Those mm, are really oh, good. Yeah, those mm. are nummy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. Well, I will. I'm having, I'm having Muddy Buddies. Muddy Buddies. It's okay. Checks. Muddy Buddies are Chex Mix that have been... It's corn check cereal that have been dunked in peanut butter and then chocolate and then powdered sugar. So it's dog food. It's puppy chow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's already pre-made. And I have a very large container of it that I didn't realize that was open that I've had since Christmas. So I've been steadily working my way through the bag that I got from Sam's Club because I don't want it to go to stale. Right. And, and, I, and I can't three? have cookies right now. Mm. So That's right. What, Trish, uh, Scarlett? Can I get a mop on aisle three? I might have been drooling. <laughs> that sounded good. good. They are good. <laughs> you can get them at the regular grocery store in the smaller packets. What is it called again? Chex Mix Muddy Buddies. Next time I can get somebody to take me to a place at which I can buy such, I will. Yeah. Like, a, what do you guys have? Food for less and... Uh, Osco? I don't know what we really have here. Remember, I'm in Oklahoma now? Yeah, I know. I don't know what we have within the driving radius of my friends. <laughs> okay. You can make it. It's really easy. It's Chex Yeah, you cereal. can. But she doesn't have a kitchen. 
Yeah, we have a kitchen. Microwave. We have a kitchen. We have a kitchen. You put. Yeah, I'm in the sticky She door. would need the ingredients first. Oh, I know, but it's. <laughs> I mean, it's fairly easy. You put a stick of butter and a bag of chocolate chips in the microwave and melt them together with and peanut I know butter. I don't do the microwave, but still, you could do this. And mm-hmm. add a cup or so of peanut butter and mix that all together, and then you toss it with the Chex mix. And once it's cooled a little bit, you put it in a paper sack and shake it with the powdered sugar, and it looks just like dog chow. It looks like it looks like puppy chow, and but yeah. it doesn't taste like puppy chow. I oh, used to make it at preschool top. and actually let the kids eat it off the floor. Nah. They loved it, and you I mean, gave them you, little bowls of water next to it. You let they, them eat sugar. This is not not pig farts. I'm not allowed to do it. Pig farts. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, oh my god. But before, don't you tear a hole in that. I, I see you over there <laughs> chomping on her little how to make the dog absolutely crazy. She has a squeaky toy mm-hmm. and I'll squeak it, squeak, 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 and she just loves, she goes bananas. Flurry, why do you have to get behind there? And now she's trying to chew a hole in it yeah, to get the squeaker out. That'll break it. Yeah. Well, let's, let's finish out the fic and then Sorry. We'll, we'll be done in our hour and Trisha can go to bed because it, it was 6.38. We have one minute. <laughs> So uh, I this is just like shocking. I know. I just thought it was a cute little fic. I liked the whole idea of the reptilian complex, and it's fun. I just thought it was fun, so I stuck it in there. I know that it was a diabetic-inducing, but still, every once in a while, you need it. Well, no, no, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was so. So what you do, Sue, is you plan to have this released on Valentine's Day next year. There and you it'll go. work. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. So, nah, yeah, I thought it was a little bit, a little, little sappy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was, but it made me happy when I read it. So there we go. It, it was certainly a little sweet. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Peanut Gallery saying more than a little, but it was definitely a little sweet, but I, I liked it. It was cute. Was good. Yeah. It was. And next week we will start a uh, Remus. No, a Teddy goes back. Well, I guess it does have Remus in it. Teddy yeah. goes back in time to see what he, if he can save his parents. Thick. Huh. So hopefully you guys will join us for that. And we will say good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Yes, thank Farewell. you. Thank you, Lily. Almost. Please stay tuned for a very special encore of our masterfic edition of the Shoebox Project. Happy Valentine's Day. This is the Shoebox Project. In this scene, Remus and Sirius are out without dates to the dance, while Peter and James are enjoying the opposite sex, much to the horror and dismay of Sirius and Remus. They then decide to spy on James and Peter, as any good dateless marauder would, and what they find, they are appalled at, to the point of quoting Yates. I think I need to go somewhere and be ill. Truly, Sirius, you know the way to a woman's heart. I am shocked. Shocked. For you are not off somewhere having a glass of wine with a truly classy woman right this instant. No one is more shocked than I, Mooney, but that only leaves my schedule wide open for a sneak preview tonight of the Honourable James Potter's first date. What do you say, eh, Mooney? Let's make a night of it. Serious, if she finds out that we're there, 
She won't. She won't. We'll take James Cloak and we'll be very quiet. We can even help him out if he looks too pathetic. It's his date, not yours, not mine. Correction, it is your date. You and your Yates and all the information you spoon-fed him about being a gentleman and sliding out chairs for girls and telling him their eyes are starry vortexes of infinity. I never said that. Well, you never said anything about slamming doors and mounting bases, that's for sure. More's the pity. Catch the right kind of girl that way. If you catch any at all, <sighs> I'm sorry, Sirius. I'm reading. I've been reading. I'm going to keep reading. I don't believe in Valentine's Day, and going to Madame Puddyfoot's would be deeply hypocritical. But if I go alone and you're not there to keep an eye on me, think how James' date might just be ruined. You wouldn't. Wouldn't what? You would. Would I? You would. I can see it in your eyes. Starry vortexes of infinity that they are. <laughs> You've got ten minutes to get ready, Mooney, or I'm writhing for doom and destruction without you. Yeah. Someone's going to sit on us. You're already sitting on me. Much heavier you are than you look. Mercy on my poor lungs, Mooney. Don't worry, no one's going to sit over here. It's much too public. Believe me, no respectable girl will sit in this chair with you. This is the chair of lonely, voyeuristic bastards. I've seen him in here before. Severus Snape is extremely fond of this chair. Has he got a date? Not anymore. Can you see either of our targets? There's Peter and what's her name? Right there, just to your left. But where? Just there. Can't you see the pink? <laughs> I'd rather I hadn't. It's blinding. Why do you let him wear that? The other options were worse. Hard as I know that is to believe. Well, they look like they're having a good time of it anyway, don't they? You look nice. You really do. And so do you, Peter. I love that shirt. Well, Peter's found himself a complete nutter. I can't hear. I, I didn't know what sort of flower you'd like, so I got you one of each and sort of had it all wrapped together in one bouquet-like. Oh, Peter! Oh, my stomach. Oh, shut up. Oh, you're welcome. Moving on. This holiday is horrifying. It's the most depressing thing I've ever borne witness to. With you 100%. Where are these prongs? I hope his body hasn't been dumped in the gutter. God. No, Lily wouldn't do that. She'd cover her tracks. There. I really do hate this place, James. Me too, Lily. What are they? Where are her hands? It's like... like being ripped by a marshmallow. That's what it's like. <laughs> oh God, God, he did not say that. Oh God, he did. <laughs> that is exactly. What were you thinking asking me here? I don't know. I thought you might be distracted by all the glitter and forget that it was me that you were here with. Not working. Did you try to comb your hair? What is she doing? She's... she's undermining what she's doing and I won't stand for it. Quiet! <laughs> I'm a big believer in making an effort. I did my best, you know. <laughs> How much sleek easies is in there? Loose. <laughs> if I bent it, I swear I would snap it off. Try knocking one. It's like a helmet. <laughs> this is disgusting. We have to do something about it. No, we don't. Ah, come on. Let's give them some privacy. They don't need privacy. They need someone to stop this madness before the two of them fancy themselves... Well, you know. Look, do you see them? Having such a good time? I spent hours teaching James Yeats, while Yeats spent hours rolling around in his grave. This is something worth protecting. This is a triumph of will and perseverance. This is the fruit of all our labours. This is James not getting punched in the nose. Aren't you in the least bit happy for him? I don't like it. I don't like her at all. 
Well, James does. You're just going to have to get used to it. I hate this place. Let's get out of here. Well, I don't suppose you want any chocolate. Yes, give it here. It's the worst holiday in the world. Where is he? Why isn't he back? What if he's been run over by a coach? No one would ever know. He knows I get worried when he gets in late, and he hasn't even the consideration to owl me or flu me or anything. He's always in late, and you always wake him up in the morning and give him a high five and the Inquisition. Where's he supposed to flew you from, anyway? He's not always in late with Lily Evans. Ugh. Mooney, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to be like this. I swear I don't. We all wanted it to work. I'm happy for him. Honestly, I am. That's unnerving. Please, please don't smile anymore. Oh, I hate this bloody holiday. Didn't you offer chocolate? I don't see what you're so depressed about. You could have had a date, if you'd liked. I didn't like. I hate dating. It's the romantic equivalent of making small talk about the weather with the man who's about to give you your lottery winnings. Everyone knows what's going to happen, but you have to go through some useless ritual with someone who isn't even your friend, who doesn't even really care about being your friend, just to get there. It's pointless and degrading. I hope he's lost in the snow. What about you? What about me what? Failed attempts. The rejected parties always leave their chocolate offerings of appeasement behind. Thwarted love ruins the appetite, I've heard. Do you want one? Sure. One of the ones with coconut. What about you? I mean, why aren't you on a date? Someone's got to stay behind and make sure you don't fling yourself into the fireplace in despair. I could have had one. What with your poetry and your gentleman's guide to getting the girl and all your great advice, the girls would have been lining up for you. Well, the ones without dates already, anyway. And the ones I didn't sneak away with in the night. Why didn't you? Serious. What would I know about what to do with a girl? Talk to her about poetry all night long? She'd fling her fork at my face to get me to shut up. If she didn't fall asleep from boredom before she managed it. Or I'd just sit there staring at her, not knowing what to say. My tongue some great sausage in my head. My body froze into a spot, while she was left to wonder if I'd been bitten by a poisonous spider, or if I was simply having a fit. No, thank you. I have enough trouble talking to people. I'd be a glutton for punishment, getting myself into talking to girls. Girls like you. They'll get over it. You always give up on yourself. It's irritating. Someday we'll find you a girl worth your time. Ah, that'll be my teeth for the rest of the year. Here, this one's coconut. I can smell it. You're a good friend, though all too well do I know the folly of being comforted. It's almost yeats. I know. So hold on to the wonder that those books brought to Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.